You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. You're listening to episode 281 of PHP Ugly. Play ball! I'm host, Eric Van Johnson, and yeah. with me, John Congdon. Oh, I thought the first one was better. Just saying. And Tom Rideout. Oh, good evening. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Got my scotch, got baseball on the screen, still going. We're still watching baseball. Opening day, baby. Been watching baseball all day long. I noticed you didn't come down to the Padres Stadium to celebrate opening day. Was I invited? Was there a reason? Did somebody ask me to? No, no. If you're a real fan, I thought you'd just be at a stadium on opening day. Isn't that the way it works? You don't know I wasn't. There there are other stadiums I have access to, but I wasn't. (laughs) Oh, they didn't play here. I guess they were in Arizona. They are playing the Diamondbacks in Arizona, but they did have um, Band Day at the stadium. So the game is on at the stadium, and they're selling all of last year's mer- merchandise at like bargain basement prices. Hmm. I I did know that. So, but no, I I've been I've been up here in my bat cave. Uh, what's what's the games. weather like up there? Because I know there's this high pressure like heat bubble all over Southern California right now. Yeah, where, where, how's it where you're at? Hot. It was what's hot? 101. So oh. my my little thermostat said it was a, it got up to 105. I don't know if I believe it because you know they're not always correct, but it did get hot enough where the AC kicked on. Well, yeah, if it's 100, I would hope your AC was kicking on. <laughs> oh wait, I forgot you had well, the, that- I, the house that probably only the outside, maybe the eastern. South wing get hot, but the other two are probably perfect. Yeah, it, it's actually surprising how well this house does. Uh, I, I had the AC turned on, uh, set for, I think it was set for like 80, and it finally kicked on like at one o'clock in the afternoon. So mm-hmm. it took it took it a while for for the inside of the house to get to 80. Not bad. Yeah. It's a yeah. brisk 36 here right now. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Wow. There's nothing wrong here. Plan is perfectly fine. Everything's <laughs> good. Concern. Yeah. So because I'm doing this, these paragliding lessons, I take a lot of weather classes as well. So now I got like five or six different weather apps on my phone where I'm constantly checking. So it's like watching this heat bubble come in and I'm like realizing that it's probably affecting you as well. And it's just crazy how much information you can gather. And that's good for you, right? Isn't heat aren't heat bubbles good for you? No, that's why I switched my day. I normally go flying on Fridays. I switched to Tuesday this week because of it. Yeah, because hot air is thin. Mm-hmm. Can't float on that. Well, it it also yeah, changes the I, the winds as well. I totally misunderstood you when you told <laughs> me what you were doing. I thought you were flying out of San Diego. I'm sorry. No, that's Saturday. I do that. That's why. That's why I'm like, I, yeah. I'm like, well, I knew, I knew he's leaving around Easter. Well, I guess he decided to leave early, and then, <laughs> then of course, I see, I see the video chat with you. I'm like, oh, what the hell? That doesn't look like an airport to me. Oh, it's my airport. Yeah. Tuesday, Shut up. Tuesday mornings we do our Diego Dev meetings and PHP Architect meetings, and there I am at the airport, like. Doing our video call. Not the airport, <laughs> the cliff. Stop calling it an airport. Yeah. It's, it's, a, a, it's suicide a sidewalk cliff. with a sudden drop. <laughs> exactly. It's not that sudden. There's plenty of little little cliffs off of there or <laughs> ledges. Yeah. We call them head spotters. <laughs> yeah. I had I had a blast that day. In between our Diego Dev call and our PHP architect call, I did a, a flight down to the beach again. Hiked back up just in time for the PHP architect meeting. Jeez. Turning into a I tech bro. Hmm? You're turning into totally a tech has. bro. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Buy some shares I in I, uh, Twitter now. I, I can't wait to take a call while I'm actually flying, though. That'd be even better. I'll just float up here. 
Don't do that. I won't do that, but it'd be funny. All right, I need to give a shout, shout out. I I sent a tweet out about this, but I'm going to put it here in the podcast as well. We have the pleasure of running the PHP Architect magazine. And the coolest thing about it is interacting with so many people, so many smart people who contribute to the magazine. One of the newer contributors to the magazine, uh, Nicola Pignatelli. Pignatelli is doing our Drupal column, and we pay. I mean, so surprise alert, spoiler alert, whatever. We pay <laughs> people when they contribute to the magazine. This is not like a charity free thing. I mean, it can be free if you want it to be free. We <laughs> appreciate that as well. No, that's something, we I, do that's something I should have known a long time ago. <laughs> we tell you every time we bring it up. Yeah, I think I promised and to write too. Nicola. Uh, messaged us and said, hey, here's my next month's article. He's doing a column, a reoccurring column on Drupal. We work on a Drupal dab. And he said, um, please, uh, the funds you were going to send me for writing this article, please just donate them to a charity for Ukraine. And, you know, I'm I, like, <laughs> I just realized good. I way over contributed. <laughs> Did you? you? You thought it was a feature article. I, I did it at the feature price, not at the recurring column price. That's okay. It was Damn charity. Ukrainians, they got extra money. It was charity. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That- so I just thought that was super cool. If people want to kind of give him some some claps or credit or whatever you do on Twitter, his uh, Twitter handles in my tweet. Give him a follow. Give him, show him some love. All that. It was actually a tweet from the PHP Arch domain, right? Or Twitter handle? Uh, I Yes, there is one from the... Yeah, yeah, I did do an official one as well. I, I wasn't sure if I had put his um, you did. Twitter handle on that one. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, that was very cool. <laughs> I was... Wor- okay, so the show, if you're new, we try to talk about PHP from... Time from now and then, time and again, whatever. Once I in a while. Speak tonight. Once in a while. <laughs> you and started it, drinking a long time ago. It's myself, Tom, and John are the main kind of hosts. But our our person off the bench is the ever-revolving door of our Discord people at discord.phpugly.com who like to put us in check. And Sarah, you are high on my priority list. Trust me. I am trying to get PHP Roundtable going again. I actually have had conversations with people around Roundtable. And I've assured them that we're working on it and it's going to happen. I I keep thinking I'm there. Then, you know, here in the States, we're working on taxes and a few other things. And I think that's kind of the last thing of... This craziness we had with taking over PHP Architect, selling a house, buying a house, blah, 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 moving, moving. I think once I get over this hump of taxes, I'm going to be good and can start working on some extracurricular things like PHP Roundtable. I promise you, PHP Roundtable is coming. I've got a few people lined up. I think we're going to have a good format and it's going to happen. Yes, I am blaming the government. Everybody blames the government for slacking. (laughs) Sarah? Yeah. Have you not seen the stickers at the gas station? Come on. <laughs> okay. How has everybody's week been going? Tom, you want to go first? John, let's start with you. All right. Let's <laughs> start with me. Uh, so my week, all in all, has been good. I got to fly like we already talked about on Tuesday. Amazing. Today, I've submitted a pull request back on January 7th. The code works. The test passes when run in by itself but as soon as you run it as part of the entire test suite it fails oh i had this too i've been fighting this on and off for three months because i I put a couple hours in trying to figure it out give up move on to something else come back a little bit later i i spent hours today and finally dug it out got it fixed so now the pr is passing hopefully it gets merged now (laughs) it was such a nightmare and it's it's all was the problem it's to do with database connections. And a couple of years ago, we 
we knowingly had multiple connections to the database because we have this legacy library that we're using. We also had PDO and we also had Doctrine using a different connection. I took a lot of time way back when trimming that down to make sure everything was just one connection. I would connect the Doctrine, grab the connection from there and force that into the old library that we're using, which should work fine, except the old library is a piece of shit and uses a ton of uh, global state. So in our testing environment, where you're constantly tearing things down, bringing them back up, I spent a lot of time, again, bringing that down to a single connection and thought it was all working fine. And for some reason, during some testing sequences, you, you could watch and see two or three connections open at a single time. And in this test, I would go to update a record and it was blocked because another connection had a transaction going. So it would time out. And again, trying to figure out how to kill the connection is a pain in the ass with PDO because you can't just call disconnect. The only way to disconnect a PDO connection is to unset every variable that uh, is connected to it. And it's frustrating. So my similar issue was that in, in Laravel, you have a trait that's called refresh database, which means that every test case is done as a transaction and it doesn't save the transaction at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my tests, one of my several hundreds of test files wasn't using refresh database. So it was writing a record it wasn't supposed to. And mm. <laughs> when, I go to count, when I go to count records on another test, I'm getting one more than expected. So I had to go through all of my files trying to find where this wasn't being set correctly. And and it's not like if anything points to it and says, hey, the problem is here. Right. right? So trying to find it. I, yeah. That, that was part of my problem was because it was only seemed to be effective when running the entire test suite. I couldn't figure out how to get into a situation where I could run just a few tests for it to break versus whatever 20, 30,000 tests there are now. Right. I found I finally was able to get it down to two files. If I included the file just that I assumed was running just before it and the one that was breaking, it would fail. Luckily it did. And the amount of time it took me, because I disabled all the tests in there. So okay, the previous file is not right running any tests. Still failed. Break the setup. There's no setup being done. Still failed. It was just like <laughs> what the hell? What is happening? Uh, at that point but, I would have ma- I would have ended up making a command line script that just ran through every test and then your t- and then the working test just yeah. one at a time. <clears throat> I I was I was prepared because uh, customer service really wants this code live and I know the code works so I was getting to a point of if I can't get this fixed today I am going to remove the tests get it through get it through ci <laughs> and just say fuck it i am done isn't i there, can't deal with this isn't there a php unit like flag for a certain test where you can say like yeah, yeah if this fails it's no big deal yeah, yeah you can you can say skip it or something probably probably would have looked into that but <laughs> sarah's right i should be using mongo because it's web scale yeah it's open to the whole web <laughs> I've gotten more into that uh, that other service you had me you 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 sent my way, John. Um, it's the MySQL in the cloud. It's not Planet it's Scale. Not, uh, Planet Scale. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten I've gotten I'm liking it, man. I mean, I'm I'm really liking it. I it's I'm only using it for small things right now, so I I, I really have to look at the cost of throwing a big um, project at it, uh, something like Argus. But the it has this concept of branches for your database, so you can. <sighs> it, it's kind of d- difficult for me to explain because I I just don't have enough experience with it. But you're basically it's, version it's like controlling your schema. Exactly, that's exactly correct. So you can actually you can you can deploy your schema, and then test it, and then actually promote that branch to your main branch. Instead of deploying to your main branch and hoping everything works, it's very slick. Um, that's fun, but yeah, I think uh, I think we have some potential MongoDB articles coming to PHP Architect in the near future. Sarah, if you if you want to jump on board, contribute. <laughs> I'm sure you you have a few few articles in you. I love uh, document stories. I don't know. I don't know if you can trust someone myself, who's been but... banned from Twitter to write articles for you. <laughs> 
might get uh, might get uh, unbanned uh, though. I mean, there's there's a new man in charge. There's a new there's a new person taking over your buddy, your your pal. Oh yeah, Elon Musk has bought. I'm so uh, excited. Nine point two percent of Twitter. Tom's ready for his account to be suspended or re- revoked or whatever I, it is banned. I wouldn't notice. <laughs> It would it would be weeks until somebody on our Discord channel told me my Twitter was down. I need to get more in. I'm, I've been trying to I've been trying to up my uh, Facebook game again. Trying to get back on Facebook, reconnect with some friends, you know, make some make some new kind of connections. But man, I just I have lost my groove on Facebook. Like I have no interest in posting there. I have no interest in reading there. Um, Twitter, you know, I, I read a lot more than I post, but I have to remind myself to post there. I'm only there for Paraguayan just, content anymore. I, I I don't have any objections to it. I, I'm not doing it. I, I really feel like I'm just getting old. Like I'm I'm over this shit. You know, I don't. I I'm just not doing anything that interesting. I, I need to get back to my oversharing stage. Like, yeah, I thought about like, even streaming editing the podcast and stuff like that. And when we're editing the magazine and streaming that stuff, I just, I remember thinking like how, you know, I would like to see that. And then of course now I'm doing it and I'm like, oh, I'm going to stream this. I look like an idiot. <laughs> People would be watching like, it took you two hours to pick an image. What? <laughs> With tools. It's not too far from the truth. Is it? <laughs> So Sarah said she could talk about field level encryption on Mongo. So I want that article. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down for that 100%. But uh, yeah, my, my week's been going good. I've been in search. I've been doing search the past week. And I've become a big fan. Uh, this is with a client running Laravel. So it's a lot of it's centered around Scout. And, you know, the search solutions I have ideally will have some sort of Scout driver for them. Is Scout, the Scout, I, is Scout the same as Algolia? Like, does Scout use Algolia or? Yeah, well, that's one of the drivers. Yeah, that's one of the drivers. So Scout is is this, like, base package to handle search for Laravel applications. And then it has a bunch of services and they can tie into Algolia. I think Algolia and Melee Search are like the two primary ones that they uh, profile on the website. And then, of course, there's all these others. And uh, Algolia is what the client is currently using. And they wanted to get away from Algolia. Well, it's a I, I didn't ask why. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't ask why. I'm, I'm not sure if it was a cost issue. It or is what. expensive. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about Algolia so, is that once you, like, when you use it in its sort of base structure, it, it's pretty cheap. But if you start adding lots of indexing options and lots of like duplicate tables to have things sorted differently, you know, there's with search systems, you can order things in so many crazy ways. And just sort of the more you do that, the more expensive it gets and it can really build up a cost. And I know Algolia, I mean, for what it is, it does have a lot of um, a lot of things you can do in the dashboard, a lot of information you can get. Oh, from yeah, the dashboard. yeah. And it's and it's like self-explanatory to a very good extent, too. A lot of uh, uh, PMs can like handle creating an <laughs> index and sorting it based off of different values and stuff. So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I've become a big fan of Melee Search just because it's so easy to deploy. But the um, the. Dashboard is very limited. I mean, it basically shows you what you have indexed. It allows you to do some test uh, searches against it. I don't think it does anything else. But that's what we use uh, for the little bit of searching we have on Argus and PHP Roundtable. Speaking of that, PHP Roundtable was actually where I implemented it. Uh, I was going to implement um, uh, Algolia on PHP Roundtable, and... I realized to stay on the free tier, you had to put their logo on it and all this other stuff. I'm like, ah, I don't feel like doing all that. And so I'm like, you know, how difficult is this melee search to deploy? And it was crazy simple. Um, so I d- had done that. So I did that for this client. And of course, it you know, I get the thing up and running in like 10 minutes. I get a couple of their models indexed. They're searching them. I mean, for what it is, Laravel Scout is pretty damn slick. Uh, it works really well. So getting data in, indexed and searchable uh, is, you know, effort, effort, effortlessly. You can do it effortlessly without effort. But um, but then they wanted, they're a big uh, AWS shop. And they're like, well, 
there are some limitations with melee search. Like I said, the dashboard's very limited. There's some question on how much data it can actually handle. And this client has a lot of data. And they're an AWS shop, uh, Amazon Web Services, and they really wanted an AWS solution. So I'm like, all right, well, I know they used to have Elasticsearch, and I went looking, and I'm not finding Elasticsearch anymore. I'm finding, like, this OpenSearch, which is, I guess, AWS rebranded their Elasticsearch to be called OpenSearch. So I'm like, well, yeah. you know, let's see if, uh, I'm like, let me see if the Elasticsearch driver works worth it. Well, I, it took me three days to even get to that point because fucking AWS is a nightmare to set anything up. It's like Melee Search took me 15 minutes to get set up, and I literally spent three days trying to understand all the permissions and everything to get their open search set up. I, I, I finally, and I even told the client, I'm like, listen, setting up the, the security and the VPC and all that for open search, we're going to have to let that be another phase if we decide to go down this path. There is like this implementation, this like very simple implementation you can deploy where you're not using the AWS uh, keys to authenticate. It, it creates a user and all this other stuff. I finally got that deployed. And you know, that actually, once I once I decided to you know, swallow my pride and scale back on how I was deploying it in AWS, I got it deployed pretty quickly. It's pretty quick. I mean, it's pretty slick. I, it's one of those things in typical AWS fashion, they, their dashboard, they like have all this stuff on it. I'm like, okay, what's any of the shit doing? Because it's not like intuitive at all. You know? This is one of the most annoying things about AWS. And oh the, the curse of AWS is like they have these <clears throat> services that have to store data somewhere. So they're like, okay, yeah, you have to have a bucket for this service, for service X. And then you have to have the permissions between the two items so that the only mm. thing that can access that bucket is this other service. And I'm like, okay, so what button do I click on to set that? And they're like, no, 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 no. You need to write a, you need to write a JSON uh, slash XML file that defines the permissions for the names of the two services. I'm like, well, okay, where do I get the names of the two services? Like, here's where you download the AWS <laughs> CLI app so you can start querying the, like, <laughs> uh, you know, I, you know, you guys run the service. You could just like spin up a bucket name and give it permissions correctly. And that would be fine. And they're like, no, no, no. Then we can't bill you when you set it up wrong. Like we, we want you to <laughs> set it, it up, set it up it wrong. Exactly. Yeah. If you set it up wrong, it costs twice as much and that's fine by us. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what's, what's it's the name of the service? Oh, we renamed it. It was too clear what it was. It was called Elasticsearch and now it's open seeker. Uh, uh, so I'm sharing the links to these searches that we're talking about because it took me for forever. It took me more time than I would like to admit to find Melee Search. M-E-I-L-I search.com. Yeah, Melee Search. Yeah. I just, I've never so, seen it. So Oh, super simple. Like I said, for, for small projects or something. And um, for the latest iteration of Argus, when we did that last big code push for Argus, I... Uh, for for PHP Roundtable, I just spun up a Docker container on a server and and I just let it go because it's I it's very which very is minimum. easier than um, AWS a virtual <laughs> a virtual server on your random laptop is easier than an AWS bucket ah uh, and then I, I, then I, think I you have to stop saying Roundtable because Sarah is just tearing you apart in Discord <laughs> I deserve it. No, I absolutely deserve it. I don't mind. I keep saying it to keep to keep it on the forefront, let, let people know I haven't forgotten about it. <laughs> but uh, for PHP Architect, uh, I realized we use the the Laravel Forge service to spin up servers, and I noticed that Melee Search Server was actually a server you could spin up through Forge. So, oh, really? That, that. That's new, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I we, I don't go into Forge a whole lot, uh, so. I don't know. It could be new. It could be years old. I just couldn't tell you. What's the don't new? Pay, yes, don't we now. pay for that service? Yeah, we have a lot on it. I know I mean, we a do. lot on it. I know. Yeah, I, I guess that's kind of cool. We you, we have a lot on it that we don't, but we don't actually need to log into it to do anything. Yeah, I mean, once you get the service, it's just a provisioning service. So once you get the server provisioned, it's really it just kind of runs. I mean, we do have we do manage cron jobs for for like Argus and a couple of other sites through their through their cron service. So the cron job is, I mean, 
I don't know how that works. I don't know if it actually writes the cron job to the server or not. But but yeah, for the most for the most part, it's a provisioning service. We don't even use it for deployments. Uh, we use Envoy for deployments, so we can do the rollbacks and stuff. But you can you can do deployments through Forge as well. They're they're more basic deployments. I don't know how this turned into a commercial for Forge, but. Uh. Uh, yeah, it's provisioning. Oh. So, like, once you have it spun up, you don't really worry about it. All of a sudden, you're getting fired as host of Roundtable. I'm just saying, <laughs> you might want to stay out of out of Discord for a little while. Oh, speaking of which, Discord.phprglia.com. I know we said that already, but join us. I don't think we join did. Us. We did. Eric yeah, absolutely did. did. Should, <laughs> I really should listen to this show sometime. <laughs> Part is good. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, what else you got? So what? I don't know, man. Snuffleupagus. I I, I, I've lost track of what I can talk about, what I can't talk about anymore. (laughs) It's, I know it's kind of always all over the place. I know, and you know me. I just I I overshare. I like talking about stuff. I hate the secret approach, like not being able to talk about stuff. I don't understand it, but I I I try to respect it. We can always uh, talk about how my week went. Nah, let's not do that. Been dealing with taxes this week. Such a pain in the ass. It's April. You've got a week left to get your taxes done. What? Super annoying. What do you mean what? Oh yeah, you don't do, you don't do taxes. I forgot. Mm, I tried to. <laughs> I keep forgetting. That's the the pain in the ass part of both being in a owning a business. You you have business taxes, which also relate to personal taxes, and then doing estimated taxes is such a pain in the ass. Yeah, I signed up for the uh, I signed up for the IRS's website using that that real ID system that they had implemented mm-hmm. about five days before they publicly announced that they felt it was too invasive and stopped using it. What do you mean? So like, to, I was signing, I was literally signing up for it two minutes before we started the show. Stop! They're they're no longer requiring it for their system. They have other methods you can use now. <clears throat> but but I was they were like what are you, what are we talking about this is this is U.S. tax IRS, sure. yeah IRS website uses this real yeah. real ID verification system where you yeah. you have to like upload pictures of you holding your license yeah. and like they're still not, doing that yeah but it's not required anymore though what's the point so only you can access your tax information although boy okay. working with these data providers that I work with that is not the case. All right, Tom, tell us about your week. Uh, it's been interesting, you know. Uh, uh, sort of had like a slow uh, week because I got a lot of my tickets for the sprint done early on. But then stuff just gets stuck in testing and drives me crazy. And we have all of these APIs that require some different form of authentication. You know, there's bearer tokens and OAuth2 and uh, standard login like just through the through the request itself i have i have a provider that you send the password as part of the get request in the query string like <laughs> i all of and so the one i have now is that they they've sent me a uh a certificate file it's like a dot pid file or something like that p p e m pem yeah and like all, i'm just getting this error that's like curl can't access the pem file and it gives me no reason why it doesn't say like it's a permission error. They're just like, no, you, you know, look up this URL to find more information about this error. You pull up the URL. It's the text of the error on the screen. <laughs> just in a that's browser. It. Like, that's very helpful. Thank you. Um, if so, only you had other ways of tracking errors. That if only I had other ways of tracking awesome. errors. Like, like what? Honey Badger transforms you into a DevOps hero by combining error, uptime, and cron monitoring into a single easy-to-use platform. Stop wasting your time tailing logs and deploy with swagger. Visit HoneyBadger.io today to level up. Thanks, Honey Badger. Thank you, Thank you honey, honey, Badger. honey Badger. One day we'll get that timing down right. So I had I so that was an annoying issue. Still working on that one, by the way. I had another fun issue, which is I told you guys last week I was doing a big fancy refactor and how much I was enjoying it. And mm-hmm. I absolutely I, I finished it. It got through QA real fast. I loved it. Pushed it out to production. Started no. getting a lot of errors. No, a lot of errors. What happened? You said you had tests around all the stuff you were changing. I do so what what was the what was the main so one of our one of our functions caches 
the results of this refactor. And so when you're caching stuff in Laravel, it serializes the class. And then when you fetch it from cache, it tries to hydrate it or unserialize mm-hmm. it from the same class definition. Mm-hmm. But if the class definition has moved since you last cached the set, then you get a PHP incomplete object type. So part of your refactor was moving classes? A lot of classes, yes. Oof. So fortunately, flushing the cache took care of everything, except for, for something, for one thing that decided it was going to throw 40 exceptions an hour. And for like days, this thing ran, and I'm like trying to find it. It doesn't appear to be impacting business at all. No one else is seeing this error. It's just me looking at my console and be like, where is this coming from? It turns out we had a cron job <laughs> that was generating documentation that had cached its own records in a completely different way than the rest of the application did. So doing a cache flush did nothing for it. So it was just running and running and <clears throat> cranking out errors. And uh, So it was just using a different cache? Yeah, something like that. I don't know exactly. The operations guy ended up finding it. Oh, really? he's Yeah, he just dug for an hour and was eventually so, was so like, So how oh, did he find it? I, no idea. Or, or how did he fix it, I should say? He ended up finding where to flush the cache correctly for that particular job, um, which, I mean, that's that's great. I'm very happy about that error no longer showing up every 12 seconds. But it's, but it sounds like you're not caching correctly then. If you're, oh, because the cache is there. It's not a cache issue in the sense that it was bad cache. You were getting data back, so you didn't go fetch fresh data. Gotcha. Right. And it was just, it was unable to hydrate because it couldn't find the original object that it was created from. Hmm. So... Yeah, there, like, there that, was no amount of testing that could have covered this case. I wonder if that should be part of the Laravel cache system where when it decodes the the cache, if it can't do it correctly, just purge the cache of that key and then say it didn't work. So that there is there is a supposed to be something like that where it's called a cache miss. The problem is that the cache miss doesn't have a miss. And, you, you got the data out of the cache. Right. So it's a different thing. You got data, and then when you tried to do a JSON decode or where you deserialize it, that's what fails. At that point, the system should say, I wasn't able to deserialize this. Flush that key out of the cache. I might uh, submit that as a PR if I weren't afraid of some of the people on the PR approval (laughs) team. (laughs) Not that I'm afraid. Just send it through Eric. It'll get approved right away. (laughs) That's true. Him and Taylor are tight. Yeah, besides that, trudging along, working with a lot of a lot of different systems. <clears throat> had a uh, had a test <clears throat> we ran this week where we wanted to make sure that one of our endpoint APIs was getting the data we were sending them. Um, sent them a, a request, and they said, "Well, why are you leaving the description field blank?" And I said, "Because the API documentation doesn't have a description field." And <laughs> so he he said, "Yeah, it does. It's on page eleven right here," and sent me a different. API PDF than the one that I had. The one that awesome. I had was labeled 3.2 in the file name. There's no version number in the document itself. It was just the file name had 3.2. And the one that he sent had no version number in the file name and had no version number in the document. So it could have been <laughs> version 10. I don't know. And I'm just, I'm off by seven versions. Um, love working with third-party APIs. They're always on top of their documentation and compatibility. Had it, had I, I wish I being being a API provider for Phoneburner, I get it because our API sucks at times or a lot. And I try so hard, like I want to make it friendly, but it's so hard to keep it all up to date. And the, it's not. It it is in the sense that the not for the punishment that you you are we all, on other people. Everyone that. Everyone that works on it now hates the the code behind it because it was writ- it was started seven years ago, and the person that did the base structure of it is no longer here. And it's just like every time we go to touch it, it's, it seems so fragile and annoying. Uh, you want to you want to hear fragile? I don't know if I told this already, but I'm going to sell it again. I had an API last month that would fail on the typecasting of the query that you sent it. So it wanted 
Uh, it wanted how many days since last bankruptcy. And if you put the days as a string over, over HTTP, mind you, if you put the days as a string, it would say, hey, that's a string. I can't recognize that. You need to cast it to an integer. So, so the API was written in Java? I, it was written in <laughs> stupid. And it handled the error so well. It said very clearly, this is a string that says 100. I need it to be an integer that says 100. And I'm like, if you know that, fucking do it. You can't cast in whatever language you're using. There's no... Oh, oh man. That would be, that would be <clears throat> annoying. It, no, it's. Oh, I had a, a fun OAuth 2 issue this week as well, where I integrated with Office 365 years ago, and probably for the past month or, or so, people were having issues. They weren't able to send email. They would contact customer service, customer service contact IT, and then they would... All we did was delete the access tokens that we had so that they could log in again. But it was getting to the point where this is almost a daily exercise of, hey, I need you to delete this. And I'm furious because every time I tested locally or in production with a known account, the access token would refresh like I would expect it to. I'm like, this works. I, I can't figure it out. Finally, this week realized, oh, if you send email from over here, it goes through a different path that just says access token is bad. If you go over this way, access token is bad. Let me refresh it and resend. Oh, it's all good. So I'm testing over here with the refresh token just fine. Our actual customers are doing it a different way and driving me nuts. Yeah, I think we have something around 50 API calls that we can make now. Just all different like third-party APIs that are... We have a SOAP API that we call, which I thought was dead. I thought SOAP was dead and gone, and everyone was like, yeah, that was terrible from the beginning. We're sorry. We apologize. But no, it's native to like Azure servers still. No, SOAP is still used a lot. I think I still interact with a couple of SOAP services. Yeah. Man, I haven't interacted with SOAP since this morning. It's still, it's like, it's like. (laughs) (laughs) You should have said last week and I would have believed it. It's, it's like finding out that the last time the guillotine was used was in like the 80s. We are like, really? Still? Like, that's very recent. I'm surprised with how, with how old the technology is. That's still in use. Okay. You went to a very dark place to, <sighs> to compare to soap. Well, I've been following a lot of <laughs> soap rich guillotine. people's behaviors lately. Makes me think of the guillotine. What? Oh. Oh, man. I, I mean, that, so, um, that's the big story. It, this, the big story this week is, is the Elon well, Musk. Eric, Eric was about to talk. Let him finish his statement. I, I, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, uh, for anybody who knows me, knows I, I, I ride. I, I'm a, I, I have a motorcycle. I love riding my motorcycle. It's an old motorcycle. There's nothing fancy about it. I wish you could, I could say it was like a you know, two, 2020 Indian or something, but it's just an old uh, V-Star. You know, I'm not a V-Star, but I love it. Uh, it, it has just enough uh, horsepower to get my fat ass up a hill, and uh, I enjoy riding. But I haven't ridden a lot. Uh, and, and actually, since working from home, I've stopped riding a lot. <laughs> and then the pandemic hit, and I basically stopped riding altogether. Uh, I, ha- I had some issues with my knees and some other uh, physical issues, but I've been like itching to get back uh, back on it. I, oh, I, I thought you said you were going to donate it to here. me. Damn it. I rode the bike up here from San Diego. I'm like, man, I miss riding this bike. My kid, one of my kids, just finished their motorcycle safety class uh, yesterday. And in California, I don't know if this is true for all the states here in the U.S., but in California, you can take this class, and if you pass the class, you have a driver's license. You have the motorcycle driver's license. You don't have to go take a, a test. You still have to take the written test for your learner's permit, but you don't have to take the driving test. You've already done that in the class. So uh, my one daughter has um, has officially become one of us, one of our motors, and, and it's been a nonstop of, you know, when can I buy a bike? And I'm like, you're 24, you can buy a bike. When I afford <laughs> to buy a bike. Knock Maybe yourself I'll- out. <laughs> But yeah, I got to get back on the bike and do some riding. And I don't know, man. See, it's stuff like that. It's like I, I would film that. Like I would, I would film riding and, and stream it. And 
I don't know. I overshare like that. I just don't. I need to get doing some stuff like PHP Roundtable. We've we've has come up a few times. I've got to get that going again. We've got stuff we need to get going with PHP Architect that's outside of the routine of releasing the magazine and releasing books. We're working on books too. We have a couple couple books that are in flight currently. Um, but man, there's just so much stuff and. <sighs> I just focus. I need Adderall. Does I, can you just go buy Adderall yet? Is that legal? Is it something you should buy? Because I feel like I need Adderall. Because I just can't I, keep my can't keep everything focused. You know? As far as I can tell, if you go to a doctor and say I need Adderall, that's basically the test for it. That's <laughs> like from the people I know who have Adderall. I, my kid grew up in like a yuppie school. I'm like, come on, you gotta have friends that have Adderall. Let me. <laughs> No, they're into politics. They can't know those people anymore. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I love coding. Wow. I, I was thinking about it this weekend. It's still, of everything I do, just sitting down and coding is still, hands down, my favorite, like, zen place to be. You got called out by your it. daughter immediately on Discord. Dad said I could buy a bike. Both of my kids listen to the show. As you see, some of them listen to it live. And then the wife listens to it as well on their drive back and forth to work. And I'm like, yeah, I gotta, gotta really watch what I say, I guess. Yeah, I, I couldn't do that. I wouldn't be able to do the show anymore. You don't, you don't say that. I mean, you, you're horrible towards your kids. No question there. But I'm a stepdad. You're supposed to be. <laughs> I think we're all we're all pretty fortunate. We're all in pretty good marriage. Yeah, just make sure when buying a bike that it's not a stolen scooter. That's a problem that happens. <laughs> sir, okay. sir I, I, I got you. I added your title for you because that doesn't work through the uh, the bot. What's uh What's a stolen stolen? Didn't, didn't you have a Vespa with a questionable history? Oh God, <laughs> Jesus! Deep cut. I, that, yeah, that, that's why I laughed because I was trying to move past that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Didn't didn't know yeah. if I, if Eric wanted his criminal past dug up on the podcast. <laughs> oh man, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, that's what you're talking. I thought, I thought you were going to tell me you did something something shady. Did that ever get cleared? Normal. Yeah, yeah. I had to drive it. I had I, I couldn't ride the scooter. I had to load the scooter onto a truck and take it to a CHP substation for a specialist to find the registration on the scooter so that they could do a deep search on it to make sure that it was not a stolen vehicle and that all the information I had on it was lining up with what they had. It was extremely, extremely aggravating to get done. And then, it, and and then it, the damn scooter didn't get used. I was going to say, because it was for your wife, right? And did she, and she never used it, huh? Yeah, but, I mean, the, the scooter itself had, like, this battery issue with the battery staying charged, and and it was just it was just a hassle. Just put gas in it. You're good to go. It was a huge, huge mistake. Yeah, if only there were some, like, pocket-sized tool that could let you reference a national index of, like, 20-character strings and look them up quickly. But that technology will just have to wait until MySQL 20. <laughs> oh, man. I need a I need a job where all I do is code. Although I'm not that good at it, so probably that probably <laughs> you have a move. job that all you, that all you need to do is code right now. I think he not meant really. instead of a family. <laughs> no, he's got a lot of other responsibilities. Uh, speaking of people who have no responsibilities, Elon Musk <laughs> decided to buy the largest individual stake in Twitter that anyone owns, including the founder of Twitter. He bought 9.2% for what? 15 billion. Uh, no, two and a half, 2.8 billion. I haven't seen any figures, so I don't know. Billion. You're saying billion. Yeah, two, $2.89 billion. $2.89 billion only got him 9% of the company. Yeah. Well, they're, they're projecting <laughs> seven and a half billion in revenue by the end of 2023. I really don't understand this. I I, I don't understand, and, and we 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 contribute to it. I I sh- probably should. But this as is developers, probably one of these things I sh- 
no, no, no. Well, this is probably one of those things I shouldn't, I should not overshare. But you know, we have we have bought into companies before, and this this whole well, you know, we can only give you this this much percent percentage at this price because we're trying to keep our evaluation at this number. I'm like, yeah, but that's not how much money you're making, and nobody else is is buying any any you know stakes in your company, and so I don't get it. It's like, well, if we if we give you more at at the price you're asking, then it lowers the value of the company. I'm like, but nobody's buying the company. It drives me crazy. I hate I hate I hate the startup mentality. I, I really despise it. I, I know it's 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 made a lot of money for a lot of developers, and I'm happy for that. But the fucking startup mentality drives me crazy. I, I'm I'm excited. I got bonus shares for this quarter, so I don't mind. But your shares are useless or, or worthless until the company sells, right? Or no, is it private or public? It is private. Um, but your shares are not useless, even if they're private. Are you sure? Yes, I'm telling you that. So you can sell internally, or like with permission of the company of the the majority shareholders or the board. Um, you just it just has to be a, it's a different process. It's more Craigslist than eBay. So no, it's, it's as far as I understand, I, which is to say, I don't understand any of it at all. I just like to see the number and I go, Ooh, <laughs> I say, so, so if you decide to leave the company tomorrow and say, Hey, I'm selling all my shares, they can just say, all right, we'll give you $6 for them. Well, they'll, they'll say, sure. Cause I, there's a whole thing for investment period and cliffs and stuff like that. So that you make sure your employees don't do that. So like, yeah, I, I stand behind my original statement. I hate fucking startups. <laughs> but if you have a startup and you need consulting, please give us a call. <laughs> we won't do it for a percentage, but we will do it for cash. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an interesting uh, system. I started asking my, my buddy about it, and he was like, yeah, I don't know either, man. Just, just say thank you. I, I tell you, uh, startup shares are the original NFTs. Uh, it's just like, yeah, no, this is a thing. It's, you know, it's a thing so, because you think it's a thing. I, I think it depends on how it's structured because when I worked for a grocery store in Florida, uh, Publix, they may have gone public since then, but they, they were privately owned. You earned stock as you, as part of being an employee. So it was employee owned. And then Employee once, owned. yeah, that's different though. And once you left, you you could take these shares that you had and sell them back. And I made a decent amount of money, you know, considering I was twenty twenty one at the time. You know, getting a couple grand, I was like, well, sh- okay, thanks. I don't even I don't remember what the total number <laughs> was, but it was at the time it was a large sum of money to me. <laughs> love, love to find yeah. out he never he never sold them off. He's like, yeah, I just. They're just holding up one of the elephants in the background, a stack of paper. I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, I, I, at, at any point when I was younger, I was like, I needed money to get myself out of debt. And I finally got out of debt and have not looked back since. Like, I'm not doing that again. Because I, I was one of those people, every What's time I like? turned around, it was like, I have a credit card, I maxed it out, and that's how I lived. That must be nice. Not a good way I to live. We all lived like that when we were younger. Yeah. But I'm older than you. You're not. You're not older than any of us. What are you You're the about? youngest of the you three of us. You look older. You just look older than all of us. <laughs> just, just had it harder. I think he just wanted to hear that he's the youngest of us. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I, I, I feel old, so I want to feel like I'm young. So I'm going to say I'm old. So you guys tell me I'm young. <laughs> I am feeling old. I'm, I'm contemplating buying a rowing machine. That's how old I feel. Hey, fuck you. you. I bought a rowing machine so you, you can fuck off right How now. long ago? How long ago? I was still I was still in San Diego when I did it. So it's probably probably a year. Oh, I can actually I can tell you exactly when. Um uh yeah, about a year. Yeah, about okay. a year ago. Yeah. So you're you like two it, years older you than me. Use it. That's the question. I do. I don't know if it helps, but I use it. I, I don't use it as much as I should. Yeah. He got the uh he got the hundred dollar deal for the, the knee breaker five thousand. <laughs> That's why I can't. Well, that's ride the anymore. whole thing. I I wanted to get one of the one of the bikes, but you know they have weight limits apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the rowing machine that didn't uh, that didn't matter with the one wheel, right? You just said fuck it. I'll just ride the one wheel no, anyway. It did. 
Yeah, really does. I, well, I did. Yeah, I did do that. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I'm going to put that back in storage if you want. To. Yeah, matter of fact, I was thinking about it. I, you know, I told you I thought I lost the the power adapter to it during the move, but I think it's actually still in storage because that's what happened when we were moving. That last minute move when I actually hired the movers, I had some stuff in the Diego Dev storage bin, and they grabbed the they grabbed the one wheel. And, and loaded it up. I'm like, and when I, by the time I came in, I'm like, no, 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 that's all. I just needed these boxes over here and nothing else. And when they were unloading it, I'm like, hey, you guys brought this up with you. All right. So now I'm thinking that the power adapter might still be uh, in storage. So I got to take all that down to storage for you and you can pick it up from there. Sure. So here's my question for you Did you update the Patreon page? I haven't looked. Da, da, da. Why don't you load it and see? Oh, boy, it's a baseball. <laughs> yeah. It's a baseball. Eric's just glad I can identify a baseball. What was that? Yay? Is that what you said? Yeah. Very excited. Yes, it's updated for April. Thank you to all our Patreon supporters. Yes, thank you. I actually have been having a lot of fun with my, my kids lately. Um, my youngest is so into T-ball, and my older kid is into being assistant assistant coach so he comes with me he's constantly trying to tell all the kids what they don't like no <laughs> stop like it's okay to come out yeah, for warm up and help quick. the kids he's like trying to help the kids like he tosses the ball to them and which is all good but then he's like trying to tell them what to do and he doesn't know the first thing about baseball and i feel bad about it because he kid? just never was into it and listening to him try to tell them the rules and as I as a father, you as should, we should be clear on that. As I go to say, he had no interest. I don't push my kids into something they're not interested in. But we were out there at practice one day, and he starts to t- tell a kid something as I'm saying the exact opposite to him. And it was the most, it was the funniest thing. And I'm like, Gray, you got to stop. <laughs> like, yeah. he's, just- he's, he's teaching them how to balk, steal outfield. <laughs> but since then, he is now excited about. Like he wants to learn how to throw better. So I've been working with him on that. But then I, as soon as I start, he gets like, I'm the worst oh, ever. You definitely should be working with him on that. <laughs> he's, he's sulking a little bit, but when he actually tries, he does fine. But as soon as he has one bad throw, he, and I remember doing that when I was a kid, when I was into bowling, uh, my dad would try to talk to me and I would get pissed off and I don't talk to me about that. And now I see it in him. So I just back off. I'm like, I get it. I was there. I know what you're going through. You let me know when you want to do better. I got a glove. I, I actually throw with the kids. My wife's playing softball. That's cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We uh, we were drinking one night, and she, she just st- jumps up from the couch and goes, I got to get my glove, and runs into the like negative degrees garage and comes back out with a softball, or no, with, with a tennis ball and her catcher's mitt. And says, throw it, throw it to me, throw it to me. I'm like, honey, we're in the house and there's a dog watching you. We start throwing a tennis ball around and in I'm the me. house. Anyways, she convinces me that this is what we must do right now. Let's practice some catching. So nothing How in the kitchen was safe. Break? No lamps. We don't, we don't have anything really that fragile. But uh, definitely like all the dishes that were stacked up got knocked over. And like all the cleaning supplies <laughs> that were in the kitchen got dumped into the sink and and uh i'm told it was it was a lot of fun and we should do it again <laughs> maybe when it warms up outside yeah maybe in like two months mm. we're getting snow on next week so what it's, it's april yeah there, there's it's, a- it's april there right i mean you guys follow the same <laughs> calendar we we're not going over you? time zones again well, that's the funny thing is I'm, <laughs> I'm going to new york next week and there there's a possibility of snow on a couple of days we're there it's like cool but no it's it's spring (laughs) please stop it never stops in typical padre fashion they lead the game the entire entire game and they They, lose it in the bottom of the ninth way no way it was two zero at the bottom of the seventh it was two zero at the top at the uh, at the bottom of the ninth i think yeah and they lost it four two no (laughs) way which is really difficult to do in baseball because you know the bottom of the ninth, statistics. you just need one more oh, run of the opposing team. You're right. It was 2-0 at the top of the ninth. Yeah. The, leave, leave it to the Padres. The Padres, for, for I think, 10 years, the Padres' star player was their closer. 
who just pitched the ninth inning just just to prevent this from happening every time we played. Hoffman. Yeah. His kid is playing. Trevor. His kid is playing now. He's in the Padres organization. Oh, boy. All right. So this, this episode has gone right. full, full circle. Started with baseball, ended PHP with baseball. Well. We're good to go. I got it some sounds, PHP sounds stuff. Like you get enough time to wrap this show up. I, I got PHP stuff. Well, why didn't you bring it up during the show? We're at the end of the show now. <laughs> like during the PHP show, you probably should have brought, brought it up. What do you got? I'll give you one story. PHP Foundation update. Good oh, one. yeah. I, meant to I was going to suggest that one. That's awesome. Uh, for those of you who don't know or remember, PHP Foundation was established sort of in a response to the one of the biggest developers in internals leaving. And uh, their goal was to hire contractors to continue development on PHP. Uh, so this month, they have announced six uh, developers that they are sponsoring, uh, along with uh, one of them being Derek Ravens, who yep. is... He is, the uh, among other things, the, the creator of uh, XDebug. Yeah. And uh, he was actually on the board and stepped down from the board so that he could... Uh, get paid to 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 code so i thought that was very noble of him yeah it's very it's very cool and they uh introduced the well i don't know if they introduced but they referenced the code of conduct and they uh are listing out what their goals are to set up the development process get everybody working together and get other developers who are interested trained on how to work with internals. So if you're interested in working with internals, uh, part of their job, part of these if developers' a, job is to... A table we could all sit around and talk about PHP Foundation. Oh, Eric Eric cut himself off there, <laughs> not sure how. <laughs> but uh, lost audio and video is very impressive. Am I there? Hello? Yeah, you were. You were you, gone you for a second. You keep freezing up. You're, no. you're still having audio and visual, visual issues going on. Who's, so, who's oh, is, is it just me? It's just is you. It? Yep. Yeah. We know what your wife's doing in the other room. <sighs> yeah, Bridgerton. That's I, I assume that's what all the wives are doing. It's just watching Bridgerton. <laughs> uh, and then there's a nice little statement at the uh, at I the was making a joke about talking about the PHP Foundation and PHP Roundtable, but that, that, <laughs> obviously I don't know if that came through or not. It did. We caught it. Uh, the the nice little statement at the end of the message here that uh, PHP Foundation stands with Ukraine. Uh, I think it's safe to say that despite their protests, PHP Ugly also stands with Ukraine. And so does PHP Architect, if you would just look at the magazine, the cover of the magazine this month. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you haven't I've, seen the cover yet, have you? No. Did, did you see the email that was sent out to say, hey, go check out the magazine? I have a zero inbox policy that just auto-deletes any incoming emails. Or maybe the tweet where I said, I'm so proud of the cover of this month's magazine. You just, you don't follow any of us. You don't have any interest in anything any of us are doing wow. until we get on the show. And then you want to talk about your little startup and how awesome your startup is. Gotcha. Good. Good. I, it, Twitter Good. is a, an Elon Musk thing now. I just generally don't support that. Oh my God. You and your excuses. <laughs> it wasn't a week ago when we tweeted this out or when Eric tweeted it out. Actually, it was. We just didn't know. I had a feeling. <laughs> That's not how it works. That's not how that works. I don't. I don't understand. How is this organized? Is this organized by? Con- oh, contribution. No. Yes, contribution. <clears throat> right in the middle, John. So yeah, we encourage anyone out there who can to sponsor to sponsor the PHP Foundation. After getting your subscription to PHP Architect. All right. All right. I think that that's going to have to do it. Uh, for episode 281 of PHP Ugly, I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. Keep, Keep it, it ugly. ugly. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet. Unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this. Cause the people love me 
Shouts out to PHP, the ugly. It's called ugly cause it's not professional. But I'm about to come through and bless it with style. So let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room. Yo, the segment of the show is called Doom and Gloom. That came from Thomas. Yeah, can nobody go beyond this? I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise. Yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish. We talking about the PHP, the programming language. About to break it down, no exaggeration. What do y'all do for a living web applications? Okay, I can dig it. My words spray tight. Uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights. Yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude. I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube. So let's get it. You know my lyrics are major. All up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing. Keep it ugly. We ending every show with the saying it's lovely. Let's go. Yeah. Come on.